birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Wait. Well, why are you crying? Because it's my birthday. <laughs> But shouldn't you be happy? No, I'm no longer in the calendar. Welcome to Banana Key Podcast. I'm Lee. And I'm Ray. In the Philippines, we have a saying about no longer in the calendar once we hit 32 years old. There's even a few terms attributed to this like thunders or thundercats or being tito or tita. It is very common for people in their 30s to get depressed about getting older. But that isn't really limited to just the Philippines though. Yeah, that's true. Actually, this phenomenon has been tackled in some American shows like Friends and How I Met Your Mother. In the latter, the character Ted Mosby says that once you hit 30, there are some things that you get too old to do. And these items go to what he calls his Myrtle list, named after the character Myrtle from the Lethal Weapon movies. He always says the line, I'm too old for this stuff. So we thought we'd start off this episode by coming up with our own mortal list. The first on our list is staying up all night. I'm too old for that stuff. When we are on our 30s, it's impossible anymore to carry on physically enduring activities because we are no longer capable. Back when we were in our 20s, we had tons of raw energy, not even coffee-induced, just pure raw energy. Mm-hmm. We actually tried this when we were in Singapore. We stayed up all night in one of the New Year celebrations in Sentosa, was it? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. Yes, we did. I, I recall that event. I was still in my 20s and yeah, I, I got off without a hitch. But then we did this recently last year <laughs> when we missed the last train going back home from Shinjuku, which by the way, if you take the taxi, it would cost a fortune. Oh my gosh. So we okay. ended up staying all night in a karaoke room. Uh, we were a group, so renting a karaoke room overnight would actually be cheaper than actually going home. All right. So we did that recently. I know uh, the back pain, the oh. body ache the following morning is just unbearable. I really wasted my entire weekend just staying at home and just be in bed. Oh so no, I yeah. Can't do it anymore. Yeah, I feel your back pain. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess we'd go to the number two item on our list, which is going dancing in a club. I'm too old for that stuff. Yeah, it's not just even just staying up all night, which Ray mentioned earlier. You don't even have the energy to spend even just a short amount of time to go dancing in a noisy club. I remember a few years ago, you were still in your 20s, Ray, because you're younger than me. But you very enthusiastically invited me and our friend Mildred to go to a club. And Dred and I pulled a face and she told you, can we go to a cafe instead? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you understand her now, right? Yeah, I can relate now. <laughs> in my 20s, I could tear up the dance floor. My friends even liked to joke that my hips were a whole other person because it had a mind Ooh. of its own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But now, no. Last year, I was on, on a business trip in India when they had a party in a club. Our young Indian teammates pulled me and my Singaporean teammate Yan Ming to dance with them. We did for maybe five minutes and then we slipped away to sit down. <laughs> When they tried to look for us and call us back, Yan Ming told me, just avoid eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> and the next on our list is drink a lot of alcohol. I'm too old for that stuff. 
Yeah, I think back in our 20s, when we can stay up all night, we can go clubbing, we are able to burn all the calories, we are able to sweat out all of our consumption, we are able to, that's why we are able to drink a lot of alcohol, but in our 30s, if we do that, we will definitely gain a lot of weight. And that's something that I miss, the metabolism yeah. that's very efficient, that, you know, to support all these late night activities, even late night snacking is no longer enjoyable because of the guilt that follows. <laughs> yeah, and not to mention the if you drink a lot, the next day you're going to have a ridiculous hangover. And late night snacking, once on the lip, forever on the hip. So yes. We're still on the hip. <laughs> with hips today it's a very trendy topic <laughs> yeah we keep coming back to hips <laughs> yes we do okay so um, number four on our list is quit your job just because you feel like it I'm too old for that stuff in my 20s, I did that like a few times actually. Like I just decided that I needed a new start. So I would just quit my job immediately and just fly mm. off. So I left my hometown, Sambuanga, and then I also left Manila to move to Singapore in just a snap. I could just quit my job because I had a lot of time to do that. Like I, I was still uh, deciding what I really want to do with my life. Like what do I really want for my career? And if you quit, you don't really have a lot of uh, financial obligations. In your 30s, if you do that, there's like a lot of payments that you're going to miss if you somehow don't find another job immediately. Yeah, you need to do a lot of calculation before you even consider taking some risks when you're older. With what you have in your disposal, when we were in our 20s, we have a lot of energy and then you can we consume a lot of alcohol. So it's just a very good recipe for making rash decisions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Next on our list is learn a new skill easily. I'm too old for that stuff. I think it's not just the metabolism that becomes inefficient, but also our learning capability, unfortunately, when we turn that page to 30. So our minds, when we are young, we're still very malleable. We are very open-minded. We are easily teachable. Yeah, I really regret not learning a new language um, when I was earlier, because right now, now that I'm in Tokyo, yeah, how's so that? hard to learn Japanese. Um, and... I realized that learning a language is not so different from actually learning coding, for example, yeah. because it's all about patterns. It's all about recognizing patterns. And I, I think the older I got, it's it's just so hard to <laughs> learn new things. Yeah. And that's what they say. You can teach old dogs new tricks. Yeah, I think that saying is true. Yeah, if I can turn back time, I, I would have done both things when I was younger and I really envy young kids right now who are listening. Please do that. Like, don't wait in your 30s and regret. <laughs> if only I could turn back time. I would have studied Japanese and coding. I think that should be your song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the last item on our Myrtle list is make new friends easily. I'm too old for that stuff. Okay, the thing is, both Ray and I are actually very friendly people. We usually easily make new friends, <laughs> but but that's not enough, I realize, once you hit your, especially late 30s. I think uh, it's a lot of things, really. When you're young, you're still discovering your wants, so you just befriend everyone. So it's more of like mm. 
quantity over quality. Mm. As you grow older, I guess you realize who you are. You've already molded yourself into this person. So you already have certain uh, requirements for your friends. So you get more selective as you get older. If you meet someone, yeah. you, you like judge them first. Like, okay, is this person really worth my time? I mean, it sounds yeah. kind of sounds mean, but that that's it, right? Because uh, as we mentioned, you have less energy. So you have to mm. quantify, is it worth my very little energy left to hang out with this person or not? That's probably why it's a lot more difficult to find friends. What do you think, right? I think when we were, at least for my case, when I was in my 20s, I was still in a phase of discovery. Like, I really don't know who I am, who I want to hang out with. And that's why I hang out with almost everyone. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm still trying to learn who I am. But the older I got, I kind of, yeah, as you've said, become more selective. And that's because my tolerance level to people has <laughs> yeah. also gone down. Yeah, exactly. And I engage in activities that would self-select the people that I want to hang out with. So I would go to parties that would gather the, the kind of people that I think I will be interested in, that I think I will be um, be more comfortable. As we get older, <laughs> the, the kind of activities and opportunities for us to actually mingle with people the same our age is, is very uh-huh. difficult because in, in our 30s, most people probably have their own family, yes. have, have their own sets of circles. So it, yeah. it becomes rare to actually have opportunities to just meet complete strangers and the, the most efficient way to do that is to self-select by going into activities that you think you'll be interested in yeah people in their 30s uh, a lot of them already have kids so they don't really have time to sit around and you know just gab with strangers and mm. uh, they would probably rather spend their time or if not rather they have to spend their time watching their kids mm. or to spend time with their uh, partners right so that is probably why it's not as easy. When you're in your 20s, you are all on the same page. You're, yeah. Most of you are single. Most of you don't have kids. So you can all just hang out and you also have a ton of energy. So you can just basically like meet a stranger on one night and then you stay up all night to hang out with that person. And then by the end of it, you're best friends. That doesn't yeah. happen in your 30s, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> because you, you can't even stay up online. Imagine you're a 20-year-old D and somebody invites you, hey, you want to go wakeboarding? And then you would think, I haven't done that. I haven't. I want to experience that. Uh-huh. Of course, you will say yes. Like you're open for adventure. Mm-hmm. But on our 30s, somebody asks you, hey, do you want to go paragliding? Oh, I've done that. I'm too old for that s- stuff. So the, the kind of circles. <laughs> yes. And you've mentioned yeah. people with kids wanting to spend more time with their family. That's on- one mm-hmm. thing. Another thing would be they want to also spend time with people who also have kids because now their conversations are more relatable. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Talk about pain points of having a kid. And of course, if they hang out, then the the kids would play together. They would have... Oh, yeah, play dates. um, Yeah, you're right. You know, since you're young until you're older, you usually gravitate towards someone that you have similar history with or similar uh, likes. Mm. It's just a lot easier to hang out with someone who is in the same wavelength as you or is experiencing the exact same things you're experiencing. Yeah, that's right. I mean, when we were in our 20s, we like arguments, we like debates, we like sparring our ideas and opinions. But as we get older, we just want <laughs> peace and quiet, a calm conversation. <laughs> Because we are nursing a very painful back, so we don't yes. want we don't need a headache on top of our back pain. Yeah, yeah. And 
true. That is true. Sorry, now that we've mentioned back pain, it reminded me of a product that I fell in love recently. And that's... Oh, really? What product is that? Salompas. Oh, yes, me too. Oh, my God. I cannot live without Salompas. Like, it's... It's... If it runs out, I would cry. <laughs> so, I, so not just the lumpus, yeah. but efficacent oil, omega <laughs> painkiller. Oh, and... recently, um, our friend Mildred recommended this uh, massager. I think it's a shoulder massager because that she liked this product. So I decided to go and buy <laughs> similar product as well. Okay. Was it useful? Helpful? Yeah, I think it helps. For your pain, is it upper back pain? So mine is more of a lower back pain. I think this is from okay. sitting down all day long for work. Yeah, I think it depends yeah. on the person really. For for us, I think it's upper back pain. Probably for our po- posture. Like maybe mm. we sit hunched or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe we're having this conversation now. Like in our <laughs> 20s, we definitely didn't talk about these things. <laughs> we, we never. I personally didn't like how efficacent oil smell. Oh, but yeah. But now... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like oh, the, the the scent of a peaceful calm night that's i really long for that smell oh my god yeah it's like you 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 can go to sleep well because it feels very relaxing <laughs> thunders uh, thunder alert <laughs> oh my god you're officially a tito <laughs> Okay, so to wrap this up, uh, that was the Myrtle list that we came up with. And it's true that, you know, there are things that we could no longer do now that we're in our 30s. But on the other hand, there are also things that we started to do only when we hit our 30s. Yeah, things that we couldn't have done when we were in our 20s because we were young, dumb, and broke, as popularized by Khalid. We're young, dumb, young, young, dumb, and broke. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so we we came up with our counter argument to the mortal list and we named it after Khalid, the Khalid list. First up on our Khalid list is have your own flat. I'm too broke for that stuff. Yeah, so I guess our Khalid it starts off with things that you couldn't really buy with a lot of money. When you're in your 30s, or when we are in our 30s anyway, I'm not talking about those super rich kids, I guess, but for us, <laughs> <laughs> we grew up with not so well-off parents. Uh, when we started making our own money, uh, obviously we started off with a little money, and then when we hit our 30s, we started like making good money. So at that point, we could now afford things like, for example, pay for a fancy dinner when it's not payday. But more than that, mm. uh, we could also afford more expensive things. Like, for example, having your own flat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the past, we had to share with other people. Like, Ray and I, we both experienced sharing a flat with strangers just because we couldn't afford renting a flat by ourselves. Yeah, you're right. And since you're talking about flats, number two on our Khaled list is buy real furniture. Not from Gaisano or Ikea. I'm too broke for that stuff. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when we were in our 20s, the first thing we do when we move to a new flat would be fill the room or the house with Ikea products. Because not only are they reliable, mm-hmm. but they're, they're very cheap. Yeah. And of course, um, th- there's a portion of it that requires you to manually build yeah. the furniture but you don't mind you're young you yeah. have the dexterity you have the muscle you have the time to yes. actually do it yep but as we age mm-hmm. none of those factors are available anymore <laughs> yeah like uh yeah you don't even want to spend time reading the manual and understanding what the hell am i supposed <laughs> to do 
in, we start investing in necessities like furniture mm-hmm. just yeah. to have a comfortable life and we don't actually mind paying a little bit extra for so long as we know that you know we will use it and we will be comfortable using it and at the same time it will last for a longer period of time than an, an IKEA product yeah i think you would like to as you said invest in things that will help your back pain maybe <laughs> so <laughs> 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 you just mentioned the massage. Um, yeah, machine, the right? massager. So, yes, exactly. We have a very different criteria. When mm-hmm. we were in our 20s, probably the first criteria was what are the cheapest available options? And then from there, decide which one's the best. Like always go for the budget. But right now, it's it's more of value. How mm-hmm. much bang for the buck? How long will it last? How much comfort does it give me? Mm-hmm. So all those other criteria come into play. Yeah, that's true. Like how many? Yeah, is it a good quality rather than can I buy more with my money? Ah, yes. Yeah, right. Like for mm-hmm. example, in the past you would rather spend a hundred dollars on ten items that will break within a month or something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, now you're going to spend that entire hundred dollars in something that will last for longer and will be more comfortable or make your life uh, so much easier. Yeah, that's right. We we begin to put price tags on a lot of other items you know we justify the extra cost that comes along with it the number three item on our list is expensive travel nah i'm too broke for that stuff yeah so for me personally uh i didn't get to leave asia until i reached my 30s because like i was really Mm. too broke for that stuff so (laughs) so it was my it was my dream for uh, the longest time that i wanted to visit europe but uh, I only managed to save up when I was in my 30s. So it's not just the the quality over quantity things. doesn't just apply to not just material things or physical things, but also into what is traveling experiences, Experience. right? Mm. So now you have a lot more money that uh, you can use for a big fancy travel rather than uh, 10 <laughs> random travels that are, you know, just cheap. <laughs> But it's nearby. <laughs> that's true. And on the cost on travel as well, it's not just the airfare that's expensive. You also, when you were younger, you would tend to skimp on things like a hotel. Maybe you would stay in a backpackers hostel. Yeah, backpackers hostel, and those are not really uh, comfortable. I would say. Um, I experienced going to a hostel with uh, strangers. I mean, I had a, a friend. But actually, it was my friend's experience who, <laughs> in a hostel that just suddenly springs to mind. So he stayed in this hostel mm. with a group of, of strangers. Mm. And then he woke up in the middle of the night to the sound of someone mm. doing the deed. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> right? Um... um <laughs> Um, okay, you don't have a choice. Um, did he bring at least an earplug to kind of? I don't think he did. So he had to make it bearable. Yeah, it was super uncomfortable for him. And so, luckily, when you're in your thirties and you have you know more money, even if you still want to stay in a hostel, at least you can have your own hostel room to yourself. Maybe aside from the kind of hotel, what matters also is proximity to the nearest um, train station. So the convenience uh, yeah, overall. Yeah. 
Like you wouldn't mind spending maybe an extra twenty dollars just because you know it's it's closer to the train station. You don't have to walk that long. So yes, exactly. Yeah, it's it's more on comfort and convenience. When I was young, when I would go on a travel, I would say I need to uh, solid. <laughs> what is the term? <laughs> I need to solid this yeah. this amount that I paid for the airfare, right? So like yes. you, if you, for example you're flying somewhere for three days, I need to pack that full three days with activities. I had a lot more energy than it was fine i could do that but as you get older you realize why should i like go through uh 10 different tourist spots and like actually only three of those are really nice the rest are crap and you're just doing it just because you know you you want to solid your money so now i don't do that anymore because i I also don't have the energy to go to 10 different places so i would rather just pick like the three best tourist spots where i'm going and go enjoy that uh rather than doing 10 things that uh only you know like you're, I'm just wasting my time. I would rather like maybe spend maybe two hours just chilling in a nice cafe. Yeah, that's a good parallel to trying to please everyone because your trip becomes now a checklist. Yeah. Oh, you need to do this uh, long list of things to do while you are in, let's say, Thailand. And where where is that list coming from? It's coming from people, from friends pressuring you to do that. Oh, I did that and I did all these things. and. You don't you don't want to be left out, yeah. and so you want to do those things as well. But yeah, you're right. The, the older I got, the more selective I became with what I wanted to do. Not really focusing on tourist traps yeah. and tourist kind of destinations, but ask myself, what do I really want? What do I really want to do to enjoy my vacation? And that list is very different yeah. from trip advisors list, for example. Yes, exactly. And also, I guess you benefit mm. from when you're older, you benefit from the fact that you know yourself well. You've been on a mm. hundred trips or something. So you you know what worked out for you or not. Like you know that yeah. one time that you went to 10 different places, you fell sick with a flu the next day, <laughs> which <laughs> happened to me, by the way. <laughs> so now I I definitely tell friends like, no, I am not going to do so many. Th- if you want to do all those things, fine, but I'm just going to go with you into these three places because I know myself. Mm-hmm. I know that I will fall sick and then I will ruin the rest of my holidays. And that's no fun. <laughs> 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 yeah, please don't do that. Yeah, I try not to. <laughs> Let's move on to the next item on our Khaled list. Okay. And that is, have a hobby that costs money. I'm too broke for that stuff. When we were in our 20s, I think we have a very limited scope of hobbies that we can do. Things that don't actually cost that much. So I recall just do cycling. Mm-hmm. Just staying at home and and watch uh, TV shows because those are things that we can afford. Mm -hmm. But as we age, as we get more comfortable in life, Mm -hmm. we are able to do hobbies that, you know, cost a little bit of money, say photography. Uh Uh, Even what we're doing right now, podcasting, (laughs) this this costs money. This costs uh, internet connection, microphone, interfaces, and some softwares. And you bought that, uh, what did you buy that Zoom? Yeah, I I, I bought a recorder just so we can record whilst I'm not at home. And we did that last week. Yeah. We were traveling to Fukuoka. <laughs> yep. And we it, it didn't stop us from recording an episode just, just because I, I have a recorder. Yep. I mean, it doesn't have to be extravagant. Yeah. It's just that, that there are things that you only have access to if, if you have the capital to actually purchase an item. And, and one other hobby that I, I did before was custom building a PC. I, I purchased the parts, researched what's good, tried to maximize the efficiency of, of the PC. Oh. And those things, I don't think I would have... I, I did that 
that before mm-hmm. when I was in my university days, but it was very different. Yeah. My my <laughs> yeah, I'm sure my choices, my criteria was, was very different. And right now, I I fully appreciate the choices that I have, mm-hmm. and I can actually build uh, a PC to my own liking, to my own needs, not just because they are the cheapest one. Uh, some hobbies really cost money, and maybe you want to do them before, but in your twenties you couldn't afford to. But now you can. I think we become more cultured with our church choices uh-huh. say for entertainment when i was in my 20 my my concept of entertainment is going out to movies which cost maybe five six dollars mm-hmm. i couldn't imagine myself spending 60 70 dollars to attend a musical for example uh-huh. it's just a very foreign concept to me oh one musical is equivalent to yeah. maybe 10 yeah why don't you just search that on youtube I just don't get it <laughs> Yeah, I can just watch it on YouTube, but the, the the older I got... The more refined your taste became, I guess, right? Yeah, and I, I begin to appreciate the differences and, and probably because I have access to them because I'm no longer restricted by being broke. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my choices before were so limited just because I couldn't afford them. Okay, so I guess uh, our next item is make judgments based on wisdom. I'm too dumb for that stuff. Okay, so when you're in your 30s, you have accumulated some wisdom. The good thing about that is that you can now be able to make snap judgments just based on your personal experiences. So, for example, maybe now that you're in your 30s, you can not be on the swindlers list because <laughs> because you can usually tell who is out trying to swindle you. When you meet someone and they pretend to be friendly, but you can usually tell who is like being fake. So that's something that uh, you don't easily do when you're in your 20s. And I admit I did a lot of stupid things in my 20s or I was victim to a lot of people just because I was too trusting or I didn't know who was a bad guy. Yeah. And also, I guess in a way, I could you could say that, you know, that quality over quantity thing, it doesn't just apply to things that you pay for, but also on being able to choose people or experiences they always say that the older you get the wiser you become that's actually true I guess it's because I have learned a lot of things already and I apply those things that I learned sometimes it's not just my own experiences but collective experiences of all the people I know personally so whatever happened to Mm. them I already know how to apply that to myself and to be able to make snap judgments because of that when I was younger Mm -hmm. at least Mm -hmm. I always thought people have the same qualities as me. Yeah. So that's why I project um, the good qualities to other people. But obviously, I got disappointed. Not everyone is like me. Mm-hmm. There are a ton of very different personalities and characteristics of people. And sometimes you just need to experience them to actually learn from them. Yeah. And the more you experience it, the more, uh, I, I suppose, I'm, I'm doing air quotes wiser <laughs> you become with your uh, decisions. Yep. And that, that definitely pays dividends um, as you get older. Yeah. That wisdom gained through experience also extends to our next item on our Khaled list, and that is getting treated seriously at work. I'm too young for that stuff. There are things that we do when we are young at our careers that will lead us not getting treated seriously at work. Being the first person to speak in a meeting, quick in reaching decisions. Mm -hmm. All these things, as we gain experience in the office, uh-huh. we begin to maneuver ourselves in, in the political arena. Mm-hmm. Like I was naive when I was young, and I didn't know that there are a lot of politics involved in an office. Yeah, I don't think there's an office that doesn't have any politics of some sort. Maybe there's less, but there's definitely politics, always. <laughs> yeah. 
and and the more you experience it the more you see it in action yeah. the more you learn from it and that's where you you get you know to a level of wisdom or maturity in career that would kind of help you in my 20s i definitely did not see that yeah. i was just keeping my head down yeah but you don't know what yeah what the, uh, the politics are behind that like what what you need to do because when we were young we were dumb enough to think that uh, as long as i do my job well that's it but in reality that's not it at all so we're trying to say yeah, yeah. as we gain more experience the more we see the bigger picture and that is what we're doing is just a tiny speck of the entire system mm-hmm. entire process mm-hmm. and no matter how hard you do in just being an expert on that single process if you don't take a step back and actually see mm-hmm. everything how it goes then chances are what I am doing mm-hmm. potentially is not useful or is you know futile. But the older you get and the more experiences you have maybe in different departments as well, then you can have more uh, vision of the whole thing, right? So now you know that if you do this, you miss this one SLA, what is the impact to that? You're not just thinking of yourself anymore. You're actually, you, can also, you can actually see what is the impact on the whole organization. So so that's mm. why you're able to make uh, better decisions and that is why you're getting more treated seriously at work. Yeah, as you've said, the this list that we've came up with are, are just but our own. Mm-hmm. And the topic is so subjective that for sure, if you ask this to different people, they would come up with very different um, lists. Mm-hmm. And that's because we have our own individual, unique circumstances in life. But for you personally, mm-hmm. which one did you prefer? D on her 20s or... D on her 30s. Honestly, uh, I would say D in her 30s. Uh, D in her 20s actually got depressed right before she turned 30. So, <laughs> like, I really dreaded turning 30 because of, I guess, you know, those things that you mentioned in the Myrtle list. I was afraid of not being able to do any of those things anymore. But now that I'm actually 30, I realized being 30s is actually not so bad because when I look back and look at that 20-year-old D, she was like a stupid person and sometimes <laughs> I want to turn back time and undo all those stupid things that I did. In conclusion, I could say that the 30s is definitely better than your 20s and you shouldn't be depressed about not being in the calendar anymore. And besides, you're still in the PCSO 642 lotto. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 